racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Yes, we're just one week away from the launching pad series commencing. Launching at Sandown Park next Thursday night. Before that... It's time to take a look at Thursday, the 16th of March. Greyhound Racing in Melbourne at Sandown Park. We've got the launching pad qualifier race. Looks uh, rib tickler as well. Uh, a really big lead up now to the uh, the launching pad series, of course. All of the tickets sold a few weeks ago. So everything leading to next Thursday night. But let's take a look firstly at what happened last week. Run of the week. Well, it's a bit of a package when it comes to run of the week. I thought it was the Russell Greyhounds for Russell Edwards, who went 1-2 in the 595-metre race, race number four last week. Here's how it played out. Racing, beginning pretty well was Riptide Rusley getting across here with surprising and right behind them was Gotham Baroness to the winning post. The internal affairs is up to fourth from Bruce's Rusley, then came Flying Jelly, Nagambi Bale and Lakeview Geordie to the back. It's Riptide Rusley, the leader by three lengths on surprising on the inside Gotham Baroness. Now working through the gap was Bruce's Rusley underneath of internal affairs and then came Flying Jelly, but Riptide Rusley is flying along and looks all over a winner. Riptide Rusley's going to lead from Barrier to Box by six. Bruce's Rusley's run second, third in surprise. It was a Russell Edwards, Rusley Quinella, and uh, well done to him as well. Uh, there's a great story behind uh, the naming of these greyhounds. And uh, yeah, this one, Riptide Rusley, um, can be a little bit hard to catch, but uh, developing into a really nice staying type. Thursday's preview. Let's tuck straight in now to Thursday night this week, 16th of March. Winners are plenty, I think, here in uh, the Sandown Park form. Guide first race, 6.57, LP heats next week. That's the launching pad heats next Thursday night, mix six and seven. Race one, I'm going with uh, one Al's entity. Forgive run last time from an awkward draw. First decent draw I think he's had, and I reckon he might just show a little bit more speed here as well from the inside trap. So race one going with one Al's entity. Race two, interesting race. Um, thought this was a, a really hard one to try and sort out. Panda Mix had the two runs back straight up to 600 metres. Um, I think she'll go forward from the draw in comparison to her last few runs. Surprising, I thought, was a nice run at Sandown Park last time in that Russell Lee Quinella. And look, that form line's probably going to be enough to see him go well. Um, and you've also got Flying Foxy, who races well here. So the way I've played the race, I think if Surprising can go out and show similar speed to last week, try and cross and get up on the pace, I think it will be hard to beat. So... I'll go with the blue in race number two. Third race is my best bet of the night, Amron Dan. Um, he was he was good last week, but uh, the winner was just ridiculously good rejuvenate in that race. And the start prior, I think he just showed what he's made of, Amron Dan. He's drawn the closest to the rail he's drawn in such a long time. I think he wins. So he's my best. Race three, number two, Amron Dan. Race four, I'm going eight, El Dorado. Going to need a little bit of luck to get across from there, but the smaller field, a few that don't begin overly quickly, master the art golden ratio, Darnham Diva might just see Eldorado top three early and from there hard to beat. The launching pad qualifier, one to four wins, a bit riding on this race. Uh, I think Trooper Tears is the one, drawn box number one, not to be confused with Trapper Tears in box number two. Um, I just think drawn well, uh, 5-13, 29-29, best of the day win from box three last time. Probably has the capability to go 5-10, uh, from there will be very hard to beat race five, number one. Race number six, well, I'm going against Landon Bale here. Um, I've been toying with this race as, pretty much since the form guide came out. 
Um, I'm with the lead, Alex, on top number two. I just think he's the, the star up and comer. Um, if Landon Bale misses the kick, well, the lead, Alex, probably gets a better run across. If Landon Bale leads, the lead, Alex, gets the nice run behind. I think he can beat him either way. So I'm going to go with race six, number two, but it's a good race. Even the likes of Black Sail, Wharfie's drawn okay, box eight. Um, and my Neo does like to rail in box three. Race seven, I'm going the stayer from 700 metres last week right back to 500. I think the Red's going to lead, take catching stealth, but will probably be short in comparison to Great Guy, who's going to go round at a price. And if the stayer can lob anywhere near the Red, um, I think Great Guy's going to run a big race. Race number eight, will we see Riptide Rustley go up to the the 700 metres? And, um, yeah, if he, if he steps the way he did last week, um, he is going to be a genuine contender, no doubt about that. So... Race number eight. Look, I'm going to go against him. I'm going to go Stella Girl. I thought her run was enormous last week behind Great Guy, and because of that, um, I think she can storm home and win. But there's a close watch on Riptide Rustley, who was awesome last week. Lakeview Patsy's the other one um, who can really hit the pace early. Race nine, I'm going with the red at Hanariko. Race number 10. Um, tough race. I'm going to take Niali King as my on-topper here. I think the end of 500 is a real concern, but those provincial runs have been good with good early speed. So race 10, number two each way. And my other best bet of the night is race 11, number one, Jebediah. Hard luck story last week at the Meadows from box seven. Drawn a lot better here. Can punch the rail and can get the job done. And uh, race 12, the last. We're going to chat with Eddie Burrett, owner of Spingdaria, in just a moment. I'll go Breeze Breaker here, number four. Uh, might have the speed to cross and lead. Would probably need to get across because if the likes of Spingdaria are close, they will be storming home at the end. Hunters Punting Club. $10 each way, race 11, number one, Jebediah. Um, pretty keen there. I like Jebediah off the cherry. And the other one was Amron Dan. Um, I'll have $30 the win on Amron Dan, race three, number two. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help 1-800-858-858 if you think you have a problem. Inside Info. We're crossing the other side of the fence for this Inside Info segment, and it's a key owner who's been on the podcast once before. He's from South Australia, so he's not even a Melbourneian, not even a Victorian. I speak of Ed Burrett, the owner of Sipping Daria, who goes around at Sandown Park in the last Thursday night. Eddie, welcome along, mate. Welcome back. Hey, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, good to have you back on board. Uh, not very often do we get an owner on the uh, the show. Not only have you been on once, but I've got you on uh, once again. I, th- I can't remember the, the last time I got you on, uh, Eddie. Was it to do with, uh, was it Let's Win Coin when uh, when she was going through the launching pad this time last year? Yeah, yeah. She won a, a heat by about seven lengths and paid 100 to one, so... <laughs> Yeah, that was good memories. That's for sure. Hey, you've had you've had a little bit of luck, uh, not only with Let's Win Coin, but also this uh, this young girl zipping Daria, who went really really well last Saturday night to win at the Meadows in thirty and nineteen, and I thought uh, just showed exactly what she's capable of. You've had a bit of luck in in purchasing greyhounds, particularly from New South Wales, racing them to start with in your home state training in in South Australia at uh, majority of the races Angle Park, and and then once they've had a few runs there, bringing them to Melbourne is. Is there any method behind that madness? Uh, yeah, well, probably they probably usually have ten to fifteen starts here, and then I, for whatever reason they hit their mark. Um, you know, I'm not the, I'm not a, the the world's best trainer, that's for sure. So um, when they go over to Jess and Jason, I know they're going to get you know gallop twice a day. They'll be versing other dogs in a in a competition run, and it just gets them that extra fitness that they probably get to the stage that they need. Um, but then, like, there's a dog like Marlo Magic that I, I would have liked to keep him, but he was barking and carrying on. And 
Obviously, he's got to move for different reasons, but he's he's going really well there as well. Let's chat a little bit yeah. about him, uh, Marlo Magic. He won the uh, the feature final last night. It was at Shep, uh, you tell me, and he's uh, he's just an amazing little greyhound. He can't run very far, but um, one thing one thing we can well and truly note, and we've spoke a little bit about this off air in in private messages, Eddie, is the prize money here in in greyhound racing Victoria, especially for for greyhounds that can struggle to run any more than four hundred meters, is extraordinary. Oh, it's, it's, it was really, in the end, it worked out to be a blessing in disguise because he, he wasn't going to run 500 metres here. And then you're racing for $800,000 a week here. And, um, you know, over there, I think he's won, he's won close to 80000 now and he, and he can't run past 400. But um, probably maybe three or four months ago, we, I was talking to the, the boys that I own him with and we were thinking, oh, maybe we should sell him, but decided not to and I think he's won 11 of his last 16 races and the majority are in free-for-all or open company so yeah he just um just the penny dropped with him really and um when you're beginning out of the boxes consistently and you've got good speed then you're going to win a lot of races, that's for sure. Yeah, the Dash for Cash was the race he won last night, $6,000 to the winner. That took his prize money up to 78000 and he went 21.57, beating Greyhounds like Nicholson Bale, who ran second in that race last night. So he, he sort of developed into a really, really top-line free-for-all sprinter, and he won that uh, that feature sprint series at Murray Bridge in early Feb, so it would have been nice to see your boy back on home soil, I guess you could say, when he won that one. Yeah, we went up there for the heats, and I was and I was hoping he'd win, and he got the job done. But we actually missed the final. We're in um, Queensland at the time, but um, yeah, I mean, each each time any of your dogs wins, you, you know, you just you love it. Even on Saturday night, like me and my partner were just going off, you know, watching because you just want to see them do well. Really, that, that's that's all you want. Get around safe and and. You know, if they win, that's good. <laughs> is is that an, an annual trip to Queensland? Because wasn't it last year? Um, the video going around almost went viral of, of you cheering "Let's Win Coin" home from a was it a restaurant or something in, in yeah, Queensland yeah, that time of year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we yeah we try and get away a little bit. Um, usually, usually I like to train dogs here in winter just because it's a lot easier. I can gallop whenever I you know at any time of the day. Whereas, you know, here, the other week we had, you know, four or five days in, that are close to 40 degrees and you can't really do much with them. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, we try and get away a little bit when just when I don't have any dogs here. Yeah, just give, as you would know, you know, you, if, when you have dogs, it kind of ties you down a little bit. Mm, what about so, uh, what about Zibbing Daria? Race 12, box three, sand down Thursday night and... Look, last run would have just given you so much confidence. I think I said in the call, this is the real zipping Daria because she's, she's. let's face it, she can be pretty hard to catch. She let up, uh, found a bit of trouble at Horsham uh, three starts ago and then and then was never in it the, the week later with bad luck from box four. And, and then last week comes out at the Meadows about 10 to one and just absolutely blew them away. And, 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 and it was, I guess, the run she'd been promising she was going to do for some time. Yeah, she, yeah she's been pretty frustrating. I mean... Um... Even here, like her run home times over 500 were, you know, pretty elite. Um, but I'd step her up to 600 and she actually got water diabetes a couple of times. So um, in the back of my mind, I was always thinking to send her over to Jess and Jason and, you know, get her really fit, um, hopefully win both the grade fives um, city tracks and then try again at 600. Because um, obviously if she can run the 600 well, then she's... She should win those two. So, yeah, it's a bit, 
yeah, no, we were, I was very happy with the last week. Um, I was actually talking to Tim Alawisi just before, and he said before in her race, race 12 crashes to the fence. So mm. she, she'll need to avoid it if she wants any chance. But it looks it looks a half-decent race for race 12, just so quickly. Yeah, if she gets half a run, uh, you know she'll be she'll be nice and strong, no doubt about that. You've got any in-work back home, or is it, as you said just before, a bit of a quiet time at the moment where you can spend some time holidaying? Yeah, no, none at the moment. Um, always, always looking for something because you never know when they'll pop up. But um, yeah, probably, probably just before the Oaks, I try and buy one. And that's a race I'd like to win. Um, I've had the last two years I've made the final, um, so it'd be nice to go to actually win it. But um, yeah, and then and then obviously race for a bit, and then you know if they turn out any good, you've got a brood bitch down the track. Well, mate, you've got a, a nice plan uh, with everything, and you've been going beautifully with Marlow Magic. Obviously, let's win coin, and, and also this uh, this newbie sipping Daria. Just on let's win coin, how's she trekking at the moment? The old girl is the the plan to send her off to uh, to breeding duties in the future. Uh, she actually she had a bit of a spell at the end of last year because her form kind of tapered off a bit, and then she was trolling really well, and she had to come back, and she got a corn in her pad. So then she had surgery on that and um, obviously eventually ran on Saturday night. Um, that, but that was her first 500 in probably three months and she went 30 and 18. But um, mind you, ran last in a grade five. So, you know, that kind of time wins <laughs> wins a lot of grade fives, but she was down the track. And um, no, she should just gradually improve, I think. Yeah. So well, mate, it's should... a it's a strong little kennel you've uh, you've got together over here in in Victoria. So uh, so good luck with those. Good luck if you do happen to get one for the Oaks in in Adelaide. I might even find myself one and try and come and take you on over there at Hangle Park. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, Eddie. Thanks, mate. Good luck okay, with Sydney Daria. Thanks, mate. Well, that wraps up the uh, the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast for another week. It was a pretty uh, slick edition of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast. Uh, don't forget, um, the next episode for the Meadows, we're going to chat about the uh, the best trainers in the game, who we rate as the uh, the top few trainers in the game of Greyhound Racing. So uh, that'll be uh, an interesting topic. Um, if you have any topics that you'd like to uh, to get us chatting about on this Green Light on Premier Racing podcast or any ideas, uh, send it through the uh, the Spotify question below the, uh, the, the podcast episode and We'll get a hold of that and see what we can do. But until next time, punters, big thanks to GRV for making the podcast happen. It's safe travelling and happy punting.